Yo, it's Fred, and you're rocking with Two Seater Radio. Two Seater, Two Seater, Two Seater. Wah, wah, hey, 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 diamonds, diamonds, yeah. Yo, yo, this is, huh? Call them up. I need all of ya. Get them girls, put them in line. I need eight or nine. Call me up, whip up, rock, rock. Skin when you miss oh, me, baby. I wanna know what's 
finna go on it tonight You like what you see, guess what, so do I Burn it over for me, I want two times me From the back as girl, oh my, oh my, oh my Let me toss the fight at the Panani type Ripe on the body, bounce on it, girl, I know How you like the cocky when it goes so deep in I you
Uh -uh. If I gotta creep up on you with a mask face, I'll put these bitches on the blade for a fat face. Doing numbers like a motherfucking fax page. Oh, 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 So how this shit work? Oh yeah, I think we on air now. Hold on, hold on, y'all. No, 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 this is good, this is good, this work, this work. What's up? It's two seater radio. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we good? Yeah, go ahead. All right, we just go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. We got uh, you know, a young legend in the making in the city mm -hmm. of Philadelphia with us right now. We in actually been trying to get this guy on Two Seater Radio since before the inception of Two Seater Radio. Like yeah, he wasn't really fucking with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he wanted to see if we was like really about it and yeah. really going to do it. And if this was like a good look or like we was yeah. ass. Damn. Like I that. think we dropped like, enough episodes that he's like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna swing through those. Through those uh, nah, that wasn't the case. You know, here, introduce yourself, though, man. Um, damn. Well, my name is Frederick Scott. Uh. I don't really got a title for myself right now. I'm trying yeah, to think was, of it actually. I mean, is Fresh Fred like a moniker, like a rap name? Like, or is um, that just like a social nah, it's media? Crazy. It's crazy how that shit came about. Um, I was on MySpace one day in like seventh grade, and I just needed some shit to put on um, as my title name. And it was like, Fresh Fred was probably the one. I was listening to like that Fresh Prince theme song. Okay, <laughs> okay. Did that okay, okay. That sounds corny. I might as well just... I mean, it's Philly. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, it's kind of corny. It was some seventh grade shit. But yeah, but then you stuck. turned it up and hit him in the fashion lane. We gonna get to that, but like, <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, but so you, you don't want to give yourself a title. So I guess tell them some of the things that you do. Oh yeah, right now, um, well the main thing is I got a clothing line called Honor Society, and then outside of that, I'm just trying to start doing some consulting work. Uh, yeah, Honor Society is the number one. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be multifaceted. If I Honestly, man, mm -hmm. like I'm not trying to box myself in. So I mean, Frederick right Scott is a grand is going to grow soon. Yeah, let's get into it. Like what society? Yeah, what's where, 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 how to start? How long has it been in existence? Like what? Um, what's the? You know what I mean? I guess we gotta go from the beginning. So I guess um, everybody in my family is a business owner. So okay. being a business owner was always gonna be was always the idea for me. But um, the idea of a clothing line didn't come into play until about sixth or seventh grade. My dad, um, he a pastor right now, and he was gonna he was gonna start a clothing line called Messiah Wear. Um, Messiah being Jesus, and you know, wear being clothes. And the idea for me to make clothes came from him actually, just because you know, when you're a young boy, you want to be like your pop or like you know the people that's in your life at the time. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to be like my pop, so. That's when the idea for a clothing line came about. So I was trying different things back then, like grabbing the joints from Rite Aid and like ironing corny behind graphics, mm -hmm. making like fake Supreme shirts. Like, that was like seventh from, grade you was yeah, doing that? Yeah, seventh grade. I was just doing like <laughs> little shit like that, like putting shit on V-necks. You know, when people was on like party groups, like yeah. you can ask Ryan. 
because um, he probably don't want me to say this, but he was in a party group with me. Oh, Nate Runner, <laughs> you was in a party Wow, we he, got the drop. He was in a group with me. and uh, <laughs> Y'all was Wu-Tang and battling and all? Nah, the crazy thing is, yo, we was in a group, but it was only on some MySpace shit. It was yeah, like, it was we never, it was never on some, like, we all linking up shit. It was on some, <laughs> like, strictly MySpace shit. Well, y'all was never, like, real life in it. It was <laughs> never real life in it. No. Um, <laughs> Trey was in the group, too. He, he, he was yeah. on the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I was on some nice shit. Was Yo, but but shout shit. out to Lou, because Lou in the studio right now. He, yeah, shout out to the SB boys. Yeah, when, we do, when we do a function, Lou face definitely on that fire. <laughs> Don't think we forgot. But nah, yeah, me and Ryan go way back. But um, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I was just like experimenting with clothes. But then it didn't come until, I want to say, 10th grade summer when I was like, all right, I want to make a brand. So um, I just called my brand Honor Society. I was doing a little graphic design stuff while trying to get into the business Honor Society at my school. And it just so happened that I was saving all my graphic design stuff into that folder. So when it was time to name a brand, I just called it Honor Society. I think that's dope. That, that, I like that name and like the fact that that's the way you came about it is like a crazy. Yeah, it was just on like some easy, lazy like um. I think the other name for the brand was uh POMA. Remember um the Jim Jones tape product of my environment. Okay, okay. But yeah, that shit just didn't sit well with me. So Honor Society just sounds smooth. Good. It was what I wanted to do because I wanted to be like BBC at the time. So like. Honor Society, Billionaire Boys Club, go hand in hand a little bit to me. Um, I guess just like following up with that, who was some of like your earlier influences with the shit? Like I said, my pop, and then like Aside. Mm. Aside don't make clothes, but for real, for real, he kind of like the architect of a lot of shit that's going on right now. Yeah, like he introduced you to like high fashion water and like oh, clothes yeah. and clothes. like like I mean I, I wasn't hearing about certain stuff until certain stuff he was saying so I I, I, I could feel where you yeah like aside um, you know everybody gonna say Pharrell cause yeah. like Pharrell is just a goat and ego um, and right now in the bull um, Sean Brown like he just do everything that I wanna do mm-hmm. so he's definitely like somebody I look up Sean to Sean Brown? yeah he's um Daniel Caesar's art director okay and he also has his brand called Needs and Wants Okay. So you definitely gotta check it out. You put me on something right now. I'm yeah, like, bum. Yeah, she. <laughs> but, but no, like, even um. Brandon here showing his Instagram thoughts. We trying to hold an interview. He all in his world, like. But no. Love that gram shit. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> you a clown, yo. But yeah. no, nah, like uh, tenth grade, I uh, saved up money all summer, and um, I got these t-shirts printed. I got fifty of them printed, and um. You know, everybody tell you the story. They come to school with a box of shirts and they sell them out. That wasn't my story. <laughs> I got like 50 t-shirts. I think three people grabbed them. Damn. And, you know, I was just like, I was kind of hurt. I was recycling. What high school you went to? I went to Haverford High School. Um, I started out at Palumbo. Then I transferred to Haverford. Um, yeah, so, you know, nobody, no white boys. Was I was about to team. say, so, yeah, the culture, <laughs> the culture just wasn't really there for real. <laughs> Like, Saeed been... copped the tea. Yeah, Saeed definitely copped the tea. Saeed was one of the first people that copped the tea. Oh, y'all went to high school together? Nah, he, we didn't go to high school together, but like I knew Saeed from like way back when. So, um, in 09, I met Saeed, and he copped the t-shirt off the strength. So, that was kind of hopeful, but outside of Saeed, I could probably I can't name three of the people that copped the teas. <laughs> so, I was kind of hurt, yo. I saved up all that bread for the summer, um, and that shit didn't work. So, I was honestly going to think about chalk and clothes then. But then the summer after, I made these uh, black t-shirts with the, like some Hawaiian sleeves on it. And them joints went crazy on the internet. Like I was shipping stuff from like Philly to Europe, Texas, and everywhere. And you in 11th grade? Yeah, no, this is 12th grade. Okay, okay. Um, 
Yeah, so that shit just went crazy. You've been doing that shit for a minute. Yeah, but it wasn't. I say back then I was this was that was like the trial mm-hmm. phase for me. Like I was just trying stuff out. Um, the trial phase honestly ended probably like last year for me. Right. But um, even crazier than that, sophomore year of college, I took out a loan from the school. And I dropped some baseball jerseys, and I sold out in like a weekend. So I think that moment right there was the moment that like, made right, me was like, all right, I can make definitely make money off of clothes. Because yeah. yeah. my parents, you know, they they do what they do. And, um, you know, they all got degrees, PhDs. So, you know, that's the thing that was being pushed on me all my life. But after that, after I sold out some jerseys, I was like, all right, like I can definitely, like, this brand so mean, meanwhile, while you're doing all of this, you are in school right now. Yeah, it's perfect. This interview is probably perfect for right now because I graduate this week. Oh, so, congrats! Um, thank you. Thank so, you. So, so, what's, so, all right. So, what's next? Then, like, you you about to have school behind you? Because, all right, I'm gonna put it like this. Um, when I was first getting hip to you, it was the piece, the stripe piece, the pinstripe pieces. Yeah. Um, that, that was like my first introduction to like I think Brand had posted about it on the site he had. And I was just seeing like the look that was Saeed shot, and it was just like everything was just looking crazy. I was like really intrigued. But it don't seem like you're like rushed. You don't feel like you have to rush to like put out collections or pieces. Like, what do you think? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what? Why do you think you you don't feel like you need to keep up or constantly <laughs> maintain relevancy? Not saying you do, but why do you feel like you don't have to? Yo, cause you can't rush like a perfect product. Yo, you, if you got this is how I think. If you got if you have a good product. Or if you have something good, like anytime you put it out, it's gonna be the perfect time for it. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, a lot of collections I did have, I did rush them, and they weren't the perfect product. So like the sweatshirts I dropped, even the striped set that you like, I rushed it and put it out at the wrong time. So I'm just learning to be patient with myself, and it ends up working out. And that kind of correlates to the stuff I do with Dave. We just take our time with a lot of stuff, and like ends up just working out for the best. So right now I'm working on a fall winter collection. And we've been working on this collection since, like, last fall. And mm-hmm. I think when we drop it, it's going to be the perfect time for it. Okay. So you, you usually think, you feel like you like, two years ahead. Or, like, or you're mean, not even looking at what people are wearing. You don't even care. I don't really be caring, yo. I All be making right. clothes for myself a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's kind of funny that, like, um, that y'all, y'all think that I, like, drop stuff at the perfect time. Because I honestly think it's wanting to drop stuff at the perfect time, but also being lazy. Because <laughs> you know, we being completely transparent, like I think for a while I was just um stuck on the fact that I was gonna be this like designer, mm-hmm. and I always knew my stuff was better than everybody else's. So mm-hmm. I got stuck in my head a lot of the time, like yo, I can drop anything anytime I want, and I had to get out of that because I was just coming real late, becoming real lazy, lazy with my designs and like lazy with everything, and I feel like. If you're lazy in one aspect of your life, that's just going to pour over to everywhere else. So my grades were slipping, like, you know, with the girls. Like, I was just being lazy with that. And, like, nothing good was really coming out of, like, anything. You wasn't anything. getting no Jones? Uh, let's not talk about Damn, that. Man, crazy dry spot. It was so dry, he brought it up in the interview. That's how you knew you was hurting. No, nah. but, like, we, we had talked to... Uh, we want Drogas, uh, you know, we mentioned you in that interview. That was, a, you know, episode six or seven. Um, and he, he kind of said the same thing about, you know, why he doesn't drop off the get second hit. Do you think that's why you guys work well together? Because y'all kind of see things in a similar light? And what's, what's the extent of the relationship you and Drogas? It was Drogas? crazy. Me and Dave, like, we became friends. Well, Drogas, we became friends because um, he was selling me, like, a starter snapback in 2010, I think. And um, we just became friends off of Twitter, and 
buying clothes off each other and we've been friends since and um they did the great outdoors and i was making honor society at the time we just always kept in touch and um yeah we just been homies since so i think honestly we click well because 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 we see things the same kind of and it might not necessarily be, be because we're always trying to get the perfect product it's just because like um when you bounce ideas off of people you don't want their response to be too different from yours you know what i mean and i think when me and him bounce ideas off each other it's either we thinking the same thing or we're thinking something in the same realm and it always comes out to be good so he might bounce an idea off of me that's for his rap stuff and he'll value my opinion whereas i might bounce an idea off of him for the clothing and like i'll value his opinion as well so we just mesh real well um that's why i like working with him and saeed Saeed more so because um Saeed can just get the vision done for me. Yeah, for sure. Um Saeed and my man Sean. My man uh Sean. Uh he did the first lookbook for me. And I think him and Saeed just embody what I want for the brand with the photography to a T. So I think honestly, when you work, you just need to work with like minded people. Mm -hmm. Um and people that aren't gonna say yes to you all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think Saeed, um, and Dave for sure. They definitely people I love working with. Did I answer your question? Yeah, just like, you know, to what extent, like, with <laughs> you, bad, it's basically yeah. like a bouncing ideas thing with Drogas and then Saeed is like the guy that, you know, gets your vision right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's more than bouncing ideas off of Dave. I think we actually work together when it comes to his stuff. Um, I told you at the beginning of the interview, I just don't know what to call this shit. I'm going to mm -hmm. figure it out eventually. But, yeah, fuck a title, dog. Yeah. Like, I don't even fucking have a title. And, um, I, I do you mean, see, like, the brand at Philly long term? Like staying in Philly. Yeah, it was crazy. I I, I probably I, do I can probably you see yourself like long term. I can probably count on my hand um, the amount of Philly customers I had Yo. so far. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> like yeah, it's just like um. Why is that? From a fashion standpoint. From a fashion standpoint, I never really tried to market to Philly. Um, when I tried, it didn't really work. Um, just because like to market to Philly, there's only like a few avenues you can market to. Whereas when you on the internet, man, it's like endless opportunities. Um, Philly is like a popularity contest to an extent. I don't like saying that because it sounds like some hate and stuff. But Philly is like really a popularity contest when it comes to the clothes. Any, anything creative. Anything creative, yeah. honestly. Anything. Music, clothes. Music, clothes. Um, events. Events. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's just really anything. But I can't hate it because, I mean... People use their popularity, they make money off of it, so you really can't hate on it. But and Philly is they all succumb to like one aesthetic, I think so too. Whereas when you on the internet, man, you can push anything and you bound to get at least one thousand people to fuck with it. And that's how I go about it with the brand. Philly gonna catch on soon. Mm -hmm. I think definitely with the next collection. But um nah, Philly was never really a market that I tried to hit. Mm -hmm. A lot of this stuff honestly happened on accident, cause I think I was trying to market to Philly. It's just that it hit a bigger audience, mm. and it was out of my control. So, I guess I don't know why this question been itching me. This whole interview, dog. You think you gonna become a pastor? Anything. Am I gonna become a pastor? Um, I don't know, man. I think when, if you do become a pastor, you're not going to know until... You it happened. Like, it's one of them it. things that you're calling your maturity level. Yeah, your, your I don't think my dad... Crazy. I don't think at 23, my dad was really trying to become a pastor. <laughs> I think his life just worked out 
to get them to that point. Um, I definitely want to not to get super religious. Like, I definitely want to get back, like, you know, into, like, reading and, like, studying and all that stuff. Right, right, right. Because yeah. I uh, fell out Respect. of that. Respect. Yeah. I mean, not too... I mean, I'm not going to say not too crazy because that sound weird, but I definitely want to get back into it. I want some spiritual grounding, right. if that makes Absolutely. any sense. No, we, we, we in a crazy game, all of us, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whenever you got endeavor that you have to work towards a vision, it's nothing but doubt and nothing but, you know, uh, misfortune and, like, shit that's just going to take three steps back, so you, you with, need it. With that being said, what do you... How do you, what do you do to get your head right to clear your mind and stuff like that? What do you do in your spare time? I guess? My spare time, I be playing like Xbox, you know, uh, looking on Tumblr. He said he made, uh, he made Addy quit. <laughs> oh, oh, yo. You made Addy quit. What you playing him in 2K? <laughs> I played them on 2K on a late night, probably like, it was like 3 in the morning, probably he was like light. 4 in the <laughs> he, he probably was off. He probably was off a drug, falling asleep. Yo, I didn't say that. But... <laughs> yo, he quit like third quarter. Oh, and yo, the crazy thing is, like the username was YG Addy, and I'm just like, yo, this can't be ASAP. And so I went on Twitter, typed in the search bar, and I was like, all right, this definitely is. That's hilarious. I straight, he was using the Bulls, and I think I used the Pelicans. He was already know, wrong for using the Bulls, so, you know. <laughs> I wasn't going to lose to a nigga that was using the Bulls, for sure. It was a late night, John. I know that's the excuse. He was definitely falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But no, nah, like, um... Gotta get him prompt. <laughs> but no, nah, to get, like, inspiration or just things I do in my spare time, I just, like I said, I used to be living life, man. That yeah. shit honestly comes to you. I honestly think, in my case, I can't really look for inspiration just because I don't like anything that's forced. And it just, like... You know, that shit just usually comes to me, honestly. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. I mean, I think that's probably about to be the rap. But if you want to, like, let us know about anything that we should be looking for in the very near future or, you know what I'm saying? But thank you for rocking out. Yeah, man. Thank you guys, man, because I honestly don't think I'm shit yet. So, I mean, for y'all to Come think on, I'm man. something, man. That shit I just dropped, Fred, like, did that whole thing. Yo. Fred and Saeed put that whole shit together for me. So. I appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fred. Shout out to Saeed. Anybody ever ask y'all questions for this interview? I mean, no. feel free. What you got asked? <laughs> I mean, like, what is it that you guys, like, want this to be? What do you want for two-seater? I mean, I'm, I just, I was telling Trey yesterday, I want, like, two weeks not even two weeks. I just want one week to just like, just get, I just like dedicate ideas to two seater. I feel like I, we do so much different shit. Like we can't really like sit down and like give our time to this shit. Like literally we're doing this shit. Like we give like one day at a time, one day a week to this shit. I feel like, like right. that, you know? I mean, I, I'm not going to say we don't put any effort in. Cause you know what I'm saying? We put effort in as far as trying to get like, you know, live experiences and then also like make sure we get mixes either collected or do our own or like right. just collecting guests and interviews like that could be a challenge too um but we both like you as you already know brand does his thing i got my own things going on and it's just like you know this is this is my man so we, yeah. we this is that common ground where we're able to like create a platform and and just you know create a vibe that we're always probably joking about or yeah. something you know what i mean but isn't it cool for y'all to like even say that y'all don't put a lot of time into it and it's where it i is mean now? yeah and no yeah because like i mean we cool in the sense of like the idea can, you know like, for sure it got potential for sure right. it's something that we talked about doing for a minute it's just like we never we never did it but actually actually sit down do this shit and, like week by week and like have niggas come fuck with us like that it's definitely cool like podcast wise or like 
um, do y'all even want to limit this as a podcast? Oh, like, hell, what do y'all no. Call it? hell no. Hell no. Um, I mean, in that realm of things, like, do y'all think y'all, like, running shit or y'all can run it? We can. I, I feel yo, like, like I think I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Like I think to be a creative, yo, you gotta have an ego. Yeah. So you gotta like. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. It's Cause, just because if you're a creative, bro, like you, if you sell a product or you do something, like you basically telling people that I know this all this other shit on the market. <laughs> like, I can do this, shit this way like, better yeah, than I what y'all right. niggas can do. I, I definitely, I definitely agree <laughs> with that. Shit. I definitely agree with that. And I think like brand, like going off what brand said, I think this is something that was just easy to us. Like, yeah. it was like, this was easy. Like, I know a lot of people. He, he knows a lot of people. And I think people respect what I do. People respect what he does. It was just an opportunity to create platform based off relationships. Because a lot of these so far have been just true relationships. Like, yeah. really people that we that I could, we could sit here with and we could tell stories about how we work with them or how we know them or, like, past friends. It's not like we're getting in the booth and meeting somebody for the first time. Right. So yeah. that's that's the easy part of it. Do we want to limit to a podcast? Nah, do we think we could be the hottest? I think we could be the hottest in the sense of, like, most relevant of what's going on right now. I don't you gotta think... say you know it, bro. You can't say think, bro. Yeah, you right, bro. <laughs> you gotta own it, bro. Yeah, you, I feel it. Like, we get an ego lesson from my man Fresh <laughs> Nah, yo, like, when, when people ask me about Honor Society, bro, I just be telling them, like, I'm definitely gonna be running this. Like, you know what I mean, I like, like let's get it. Like, like, yo, if you don't have an ego, bro, you just like you, you just got you can't you can't be you can't have like a too much of an ego, but you gotta definitely have an ego to the point where you just like yo, like niggas gonna fuck with this shit when I drop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how you gotta be with anything when you creative. Like you can't you can't have too much of, a, too, of an ego to a point where you're not listening to people's criticism. But sometimes you gotta have the ego to the point where you just like yo fuck it like niggas gonna fuck with this shit like this is my best shit and that's how I go by everything everything right? my best shit yeah, exactly. I feel like that every time I do anything though like I feel like everything I do is better than the last thing I did so I definitely know exactly what you mean by that but I think what that needs to spill over into every aspect of what I do and I appreciate you coming here saying that because. That's just something for me to think about to take out this booth. Like, yeah. Like, just taking... In certain aspects, I do feel like, yo, this is the best shit I ever did. Nothing I did before this is better. Nothing nobody else doing is better. But I think I need to allow that to spill over into other areas regardless of how new it is. You yeah, because one thing I hate is when I talk to people that's creative or doing, like, clothing or something, and they just always talking in doubt. And I'm just like, bro, like... That's anything. And they talk about they want to be a musician. They want to drop anything. You yeah, they like, yo, I don't know if my tape going to take off. Yo, I don't know if people going <laughs> to fuck with this stuff. Like, nah, nigga. Like, people going to fuck with it. Like, yeah. say it. Like, if you say it, you can work towards it. And I mean, just, you got to have that ego. You got to, you know. People with egos be applying the most pressure, yo. That's how I feel like. Nah, yeah. So, I mean. Last question. Your favorite three projects over right now? I mean, I just told you the other day, it sounds weird, but I don't really be listening to music like that, yo. <laughs> I be listening to podcasts, but my favorite, my favorite um, three projects, um, can I look at Spotify real quick? Tell us your favorite three podcasts. My favorite three podcasts, obviously, um, two-seater, you know. Let's get you know, it. We gotta, we gotta definitely throw that one in. Um, this is podcast out of Philly. It's called um, The Realest Podcast Ever. I think that might be like the funniest shit I listen to right now. And then um, it's the Bodega Boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like Deezus and Mero, but I just found out they had a podcast today, so I'm just gonna say that off the strength. Yeah. But my favorite three artists, I can probably answer that easily. Um, Asad, Key, and right now probably like 
it's gonna sound weird, but like Block Boy JB. Like, <laughs> yeah, you had you had me with the first two. You had me with the first two. You lost. I've been trying to train, bro. Block Boy JB be going Damn, crazy. Damn, y'all supposed to make me seem like a Block Boy hater, <laughs> and it ain't even that deep. But y'all not gonna keep bringing boy up on the show, like. Yeah, I mean, like for right, I mean, keying aside to me, they like that's the influence. They of all they all time like they in the rap the Raptors for like this rap shit, but like. <laughs> I don't know, Black Boy JB, bro. I don't know if it's my sister listening to that stuff all the time or just right, like bro. listening to the tapes on my own. But oh. that nigga got it, man. Like, Let him know where to follow you at. Um, you Honor Society on Instagram, um, Frederick Scott Three with an E on Instagram, and at Fresh Fred with no E's on Twitter. That's all it is. Once again, thank you. And I think you are going to be a pastor because you just dropped all this motivation yeah, on this, all this. Like, we going to step out the booth, like, bossed up. Like, <laughs> so I think you're going to take that to the next run on some spiritual in the next 30 years. I'm going to come I mean, through as a visitor. All visitors stand up. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not trying to block any of my blessings. So if it happened, man. Shout out to Fred, man. Everything that we said we gon' do, girl, I still see ya, I still see ya 
Putting all my pride and my girl to the side Cause I still see ya, I still see ya Smoking on my weed in the corner in the streets I can still see ya, I still see ya You wanna be me, I wanna eat ya I wanna meet your ex so I can be them And have a daughter, and be a teacher And never follow, and be a leader And baby girl, I still see ya I got a light skin bitch who look like bench loaf And she fight and fuck me in the same clothes But when I put that daddy baby daddy papa show She girl her toes and close her eyes off in the she out of yours I still call ya, whichever way you wanna baby girl it's on I got the money, you got the problems So I can solve it, but I still need ya I still see ya, and that's okay baby I'm a nigga cheater Yeah, most of them either she's a visa That right, hell yeah Anyways, we can get them moving on the dance floor No choice Let me film it, then shoot it 3D money, no illusion Pinning if I'm feeling bougie Might hit your line, bitch Had a couple phone all big Got the vibrating on me like a beep Boy, I'm in Colorado Smoking California reef hey, The bitch so bad Call a ticket cause I really wanna meet her hey, And I ain't kidding the wine But that my mama see her Mama see her Mama, mama, mama see her Mama, mama, mama see her Mama, Damn, don't sex me. She a lesbian. She want chicken like sesame. And she trying to address me, test me. Give her hotel keys like cassette. You dig? Had a couple phone all big, got the vibrating on me like a beep. Boy, I'm in Colorado, smoke California reef. Hey, the bitch so bad, call her ticket cause I really wanna meet her. Hey, and I ain't kidding the wine, but that my mama see them. Oh 
Two-seater, two-seater, two-seater. Two